those around. Always good. It's gonna be like a little secret. The other guys won't even know it's here. Oh my goodness, they're—they don't even listen anyway, so it doesn't matter. I bet Tom. Well, no, Tom still listens. Yeah. Oh, quality control. Yeah, he's gonna be like, "What? When did this happen?" <laughs> like you go away for one night, um, and we do two episodes. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. Anyway, yeah, okay. All right, here, hold on. Maybe we shouldn't do this. This is a burner episode. So, if you guys don't know, in the recent past, or maybe the long distant past, I don't know when this is going out, Hannah, Marty, and myself recorded an episode because Neil and Tom couldn't be bothered to be here. And then we quit recording and decide why don't we just do another one so I mean, we were that, ha- we were welcome having, back to plans are optional we were having pretty good gold too in that conversation i we think we recording. have a good a good topic there, there was and i need to grab more beer and that's going to happen mid-episode which Wait, has never happened oh, this this what? is almost like what okay it's probably happened someone's <sighs> going to call me on it but i'm yep. going to go grab some more beer it won't be me you I guys won't <laughs> It'll be continue on. How would she, would she know though? She's not seeing him on Skype. Oh, but we always call each other out when we get up and leave. I do. I've got to give him some shit. Uh, we did have like five free minutes. He could have grabbed some beer. <laughs> well, you know there was priorities. He like he was he was just sitting there when I came back from grabbing my wine. Well, it happens. I mean, at the end of the day. You, you grab a beer when you feel that you need to grab a beer, and he might not have known that he needed to grab a beer at the specific time. If you don't know, you don't know until you know. It's kind of like I always going to the know. Beginning of podcast, fresh beer. End of podcast, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how I keep time. That is Hannah's barometer. That is, that is of our how am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, it's different doing this on wine, right? I mean, I'm 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 getting down through this bottle too. So I mean, we're gonna have some. Good That's discussion what started here. this. We all had some wine earlier. To be honest, I have I could drink this up. I have a little bit left, but I will say wine makes me a little melancholy. But well, we did get a little melancholy. I got a little melancholy. I mean, if you guys want to go down that road, we can go down that road. Might as well. Marty. I don't. It seems like, like that's what you wanted to talk about. I, I think it's um, it's such an interesting topic, like people being and, in their mid thirties, like and all the different ways you become an adult, kind of. Yeah, and I guess when we first started this podcast, I told Neil and Marty one thing. I said, "Let's be ourselves on the podcast." I don't know how well we've actually lived up to that, but it's not like we come in here with any kind of character or persona and try to be someone. But we also are aware of the fact that we're being recorded right but i still you know if there's something that you want to talk about i think you should talk about it i i would very much agree that we've and i feel that we've all been very much ourselves um i know i would say that one caveat for me was i know when we started this i had some students of mine that were listeners so that kind of held me back a bit on what just because of you never I'm not saying where we're going to be podcast stars, but you never know when you say anything how it can blow up or be public perception. So, like, 
Yeah. I would marked E for explicit um, the entire time. I, it I, makes me mad. This is going to be a separate subject that this whole cult of having to be professional at all times and like you could get called out for doing something that you were doing for fun on your own that affects your work. I don't like that at yeah. all. No, is, I agree with that. Which is why my uh, Twitter is just a possum making a pumpkin. And it's not actually very scientific or professional. And I'm doing two podcasts, so there's a possibility that someone will hear this someday. But who might want to hire me? People are listening. <laughs> right. And it, but it, you should hire her. I'm pretty good. Hannah's great. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that you just never know what what's going to come back at you and whatever. And it is unfortunate that we're in that realm. And the, I just the one, would like to be as genuine as possible. The other thing is, is that it's a little bit different in that we're talking about this in the realm of we we grew up with the original intent of Facebook. We grew up with the original intent of social media and where like you had to have a college email, you had to like go through a process of it. And now it's anybody with any, any email or anything else can sign up, have an account, have X many accounts, have da, 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 and it's tracked and everything else. When I started Facebook or social media, like we didn't have a wall. We didn't have this. We had like a post or something. That was the big thing. It was a lot harder to track or a lot harder to find people. Um, and honestly, the people that I was friends with were people that I was friends with mostly. Like on Instagram, I'll say, I got randos following me. I don't really care. It's a different It's a different ball game, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, I, I don't know how many friends I have on Facebook or followers or followers on Instagram. On I mean, on Twitter at uh, optional plans. I think we have like 20, but no, uh, I'm not friends with 200 people. I don't know a hundred people well enough to call them my friends. Marty. I think I'm just under 600 now. Okay. I don't need to flex, but <laughs> I was just throwing ballpark numbers out there, Marty. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm throwing ballpark numbers out there too, but there is a point where I like, if, like they have the thing now where you can, people you might know or friend suggestions and I see them and I go, yeah, I don't really want to add them. It's not anything against the person. It's like, yeah, I, I met them once. I, yeah. yeah and it doesn't mean that I'm totally disinterested in what they're doing with their life, but I'd rather just like sit down with someone and have that conversation and get to know them than to see their Facebook or to see the pictures of their life and have no context. And I want to say if someone I met once, I don't care that much. Like I have to, I have a limited amount of caring and I need to give that to my friends. Now I'm, I'm going to make the argument. Cleaning here. houses with Sage. I'm going to throw back to that episode. <laughs> if you guys can find it. <laughs> I, I will argue that point, Hannah, because you never know when somebody could become important or significant in your life. I have made friends through the internet. Which I never thought would happen. You guys did too, like with Neil, the whole thing through Rocket League. You had never met him before until you went on that motorcycle trip, Andy. So, I, yeah. But but I've been different in that sense because I have met friends on the internet and met up with them before. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's not that 
Because as I've been on the internet, I've never looked at someone as just a person on the internet. It's always been, that's a real person, that's a real human being on the other side. And I've always approached it from that aspect. And I, I've met up with other people from the internet. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any like true crime trying stories for you. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, no, I, I plans are optional. I know, but it's you know I've kind of grown up in that era where it was somewhat normal, or at the very least, I didn't care if it was deemed normal or not. Yeah, I think we all kind of did. I just wasn't on the internet as much. Like I didn't do as much social stuff. On the I was internet. a heck of nerd. I was a heck of nerd too, but by myself. Uh, I remember. I remember going over to Andrews and what was it the days of chat roulette you were one of the few people i knew with a, a webcam oh no it was like, chat roulette it was what... uh oh see that that makes me feel so uncomfortable no it wasn't chat roulette it was uh oh, what was it oh, it was about that same time time that, that same time it was frame. around it was, it was around that same time, time, time frame but yeah it was like you know when chat room started getting webcams it'd be like i think that's part of me where i was like yeah that's a real person where you, you can see that other person on the other side them. of the screen. Yeah. And, and you still have met some friends that you kind of still stay in contact with through that. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, Canadian Neil's one of those. Uh, I had a relationship for a long time that started online and ended up long distance and then didn't work out because long distance just doesn't work out for yeah. some people. Me being one of those people. Um but yeah, For a no, lot I mean, of people, it's hard. Yeah, but I, I've been through it all. It is interesting because it's a way of making friends that I never really envisioned doing before, like when I was younger. Well, I mean, growing up, so like the the, the reason why I ever got into that was through video games because I I loved playing video games. I loved playing games online, and the next evolution was that was creating communities around that. And so that's how I jumped into it. And yeah, that's how I we never, met Neil. That's I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, American Neil. British Neil? Not mm. Non-Canadian Neil. Real Neil. <laughs> Real Neil. <laughs> Real Neil? Oh, I don't know. We love uh, you, Canadian anyways, Neil. Anyways, all, all that was about was, like I said, I know when Neil, Marty, and myself started this podcast, I was like, let's just have conversations and be real and talk like we normally do because even though this might not be the best podcast out there <gasps> it was it all started Crunch from the fact that we'd we, we would sit there and play rocket league and have these conversations and be like might as well record them and see if anyone wants to listen yeah i think neil and i went off on movies a lot you or still our, do or our time <laughs> yes. discussion um happened in rocket league first it might have. I don't know. <laughs> and then you just brought it back to the podcast. Perfect. Yeah. With no resolution. We don't need to get into that. Neil's not even here. But I mean, in in, in those podcast episodes, or I guess in the early germation of this podcast coming out to be a thing, Andrew was just like, you know, I want to start a podcast with you guys. This conver These conversations are wild. We just need to record these. And... I don't know why or how, and again, this whole thing starts like the why we're even doing this episode was like we're talking about time in a bottle and like our specific group of like where we are at times. 
But with Andrew, it's like you, you, you've got this point where you find these good people, Neil, Canadian Neil, um, Anderson, um, Julio, Toby, like some, some of our other friends that I've met through you, through these game channels and things that, you know, we still talk Tom. and chat. Tom, too. Like, that are just random, like, things. And it's, like, maybe that's the next time in a bottle or whatever else or segment. I don't know. Um, I, you I'm have a knack for it. Uh, okay. I'm going to say, to me, the idea that that's the next time in a bottle makes me very sad. Because, like, I still like in-person interactions okay hold on now tam like let's let's look at time here okay time hat you know it's perceived differently by different people just because this is time involved for marty doesn't mean it's the same for you uh, okay marty's pointing his finger at me again Jeez, Marty. no he he he, he caught on he, to it because time means different things to different people that's okay. a marty. <laughs> uh, oh i'm not i'm not gonna get into that i'm not that getting into that not his intention I still side with Neil, <laughs> but I, I, it's not something to be sad about because just as if this is the time in, bottle, in a bottle for Marty, doesn't mean it's the same one for you. And time is used very loosely in this sense, Marty. Uh, but you should go back and revisit that time in the bottle discussion that we had between this podcast and the last podcast because some people might be missing out. On what you're referring to? Uh, oh, oh, okay. I mean, it you does. Loose... Well, no. Don't make this like ghosts again, okay? Just answer the question. <laughs> ghosts? Um. Well, again, again, going back to this, why this episode is even existing is we're having a, a pretty deep conversation on um, reconnecting and like feeling the significance of the people that come into your life and when they come into your life. And then also how and what you associate their memories are your memories of them with them. And so it kind of goes back to meeting Hannah and it all starts with Hannah. I'm a catalyst. Well, and, and, and this is where it kind of like going back to it where, um, you know, as I entered a new chapter of my life, being a homeowner and everything else, transition job, da, 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 um, I'm moving to a different segment of my life and I'm growing up, I'm becoming older and I'm thankful that I get to kind of not necessarily keep Hannah in a, in a bottle, but at the same time be able to use the podcast to reconnect with Hannah and keep her in my life. And the way in which that happens is through the vessel of the podcast, but going back and knowing that, the time that we really had and experienced became good friends. Like that was a very unique time, a very unique time of the place in which the house on which I lived, the roommate, Andrew's cousin, which I lived. Also the basement um, dweller. Uh, yes. Uh, the old man who lived <laughs> in the basement. Um, Jeff, great guy. Um, but at the same time, Andrew's cousin was traveling. Hannah, I'm going to share this, but. Oh, go you, for it. You were you were just coming out of the, uh, out of a divorce. I was doing poorly. No, actually, I was doing okay. I just I was doing poorly in a marriage, but I wasn't sure what to do with myself like, per se. Like I wasn't quite sure who I was 
after because I had been with that guy for so long. I what I think you'd been divorced maybe like five months. Yeah, probably about that. And uh, our we probably our... weren't even divorced yet. I took a long time for her to sign the papers, but like you know, it was over. Our other friend Deanna also, and so Hannah, Deanna, and then another friend Kristen, whose spouse now was traveling a lot like the four of us spent a lot of time together hanging out and that led to some great times barbecues and other things that through you know the couple of years that i was living at that house and through all of our time together those are really some fond memories i i 100 percent agree um and i wouldn't trade those for the world um you know like my college years as I think Andrew's college years, uh, Hannah, you said you're, you're undergrad, you're postgrad, um, um, now you're doctor. Like, they're in each kind of different areas. They're each different, correct? 100%. Like, I don't have the same, like, love for my undergrad. I feel like that you guys might. It was fine. I shouldn't have been dating this guy. It would have been better, probably. But, like, but like my master's with meeting you and, like, all, that was such a good time. That was such a great time of my life, so... It's not like I want to trade that away for anything either. And and I would say without that point in my life either, Andrew would not be dating his significant other right now. Well, The whole reason that she's in his life right now is because oh my God. of me. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I how mean, do you feel about that, Andrew? <laughs> no, it's true because I met him or uh, him. Sorry to call you out. Uh, no. I uh, I met her through Marty, um, but I, I there's a lot of this that I don't disagree with Marty on in regards to how he views time and encapsulating it into different points of his life, but I've always lived life differently, whereas I don't feel like this is a time and you cap it off. That's that bottle. I've always had all these different times and I'm fully comfortable with bringing some of it and pouring it into this bottle going forward, pouring it into that bottle. And so as I go forward, I keep bringing along a lot of the good parts of that, what I've experienced and I can still look back at what el- whatever else I've experienced and I can enjoy that. But I, I just, I've never had this sense of disappointment that I'm not there anymore that I seem to be getting from you with our conversation, Marty. And it's not wrong that you're feeling that way by any means, but it's just not anything that I can relate to because I've never lived that way. That's interesting, too, because you have had a lot of changes in your life. Like, you know, college, you lived on the west side, you moved out. Like, that's a lot of different things, a lot of different life changes or whatever. Well, you, you left out New Zealand. Okay, that was before my time. <laughs> but I think I'm more like Marty. Maybe okay, maybe me and Marty are more pessimist too, I guess. That might be a problem here. But like I can see like there's delineations of I my undergrad, my masters, finishing my PhD. After I finish that, I have no idea what's out there. And that's a different phase. And they don't necessarily I mean some people travel along through all of them, but they don't really like overlap or they're very different times to me. And I mean, who 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 is this the singer or the song? You know, 
Time in a Bottle. Is it Jim Croce? Uh, no, that's uh, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. It's a time, not Genie. <laughs> oh, sorry. I but that, that definitely popped right up in my way. head earlier. <laughs> Marty, you're the guy that was good at music in our trivia team, so this is all you. I think it's Jim Croce. Um, Never heard of him. Well, you should fix that. He's I'm a not legend. The person that was good at music on our pot on um, our trivia team. But like I think that's where I got the turn of phrase, like time in a bottle. Maybe it's a chapter. Andrew does take things and you know, you move through like some people stay and come back in later chapters. George R. R. Martin books, like things get forgotten and then they come back in into the story later on or Tolkien, right? I, I- I'm the R.L. Stein, choose your own adventure. <laughs> Marty's the uh, Lord of the Rings. All right, goosebumps. Um, <laughs> so what I'm what I'm saying is is that you know some chapters are larger, some are smaller than others. But at least for me, and I can articulate it to like you know my college years of I had some really great times. I had some like some of my fondest memories in college and little things I can't remember in college. And then same going into, you know, moving into um, a house with AJ's cousin or with Andrew's cousin, AJ. <laughs> Whose name was AJ. We just spilled those uh, beans. <laughs> so with that, like, and we were there for, I want to say four, four years. Like those were good years. And a lot of friendships and things and events and like I I would not trade those and those are still good times. And then now as we you know we're we're entering different points. People are getting married. People are having kids. People are doing this, and knowing that you're adding on to it. And yes, hold on to the memories that you've had and the experiences that you had, knowing that they'll be different, and that everybody moves at different times and places and speeds and you know buying houses having kids getting married da, da, da. like you're not not saying you're never going to go back to that same time but, but it becomes difficult not. to and you're, do you yeah, get scared i guess do you get scared that the future isn't going to be as good as what you had yeah not not scared but apprehensive i guess i, you know, I never thought of it that way scared but yeah but maybe maybe that's a fair assessment i have a hard time I have a lot of anxiety, so I have a hard time with the concept of my future in general, like, and the fact that I don't know what it is, but, and I'm a pessimist, too, and so, <laughs> I'm a pessimist, too, and so I always think, like, oh, I got all these great friends during my master's, and now I got all these great friends during my PhD, and then after that, I won't have friends ever again, or something, like, it's the un- Which is the unknown. Unrealistic. Is it? In my mind. In my mind, it's unrealistic. But if, like, oh, so for your example, you, you, you said your undergrad wasn't anything special. You never really, you don't remember it as well as you do your master's, right? Nah. And maybe because of that experience, you think it's possible for that to happen again. Which it could be. But at this point, you don't know. And for me, it's that I've never been out of academia. So having a like a class to start with, at least you have that safety net and then you make friends around it. But like to go somewhere and just be like a person on your own, I feel like is a different step. 
different, yeah, but at the same time, you still have to show up, show up and see the same people. College. They become they you show they become a class. It's just a lot you of work. Get, you just get paid more for it, Anna. God, I, I do need to get paid more. <laughs> that's no that's no joke at all. But yeah, Marty. I, I feel like Andy might have been very um perceptive just now. Ask the question again one more time. It's not a question. Well, no, no. The original question was just like, do you feel like because you've had all these great experiences moving forward, are you ha- apprehensive that they won't live up to that or they won't be the same? I mean, for Hannah, she said she's a pessimist, right? And maybe that leans into it. But I guess what's what's the problem with having a good past when you still have the future? I would say there's no wrong, there's nothing wrong with having a good past and also not being afraid of a good future. In that, no, no I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but, but in, when in, you try to categorize your time of your life and these different things, and looking back so fondly on it, which is fine, that's great, that's healthy, but what is, I guess for you, what is, what has you so thoughtful right now? I, I think one of the things, um, and forgive me, but I'm going to I'm going to quote a what movie are here. Feelings. I'm going to quote a movie. <laughs> okay. Terminator 2. There's I've no fate but what we make. There's no fate but what we make. I don't remember mm-hmm. that part, but okay. Okay. So the way in which you go through life is what you make of it, right? And so I feel that my past, I've made it the good things that I that it is. And I choose to remember the good things of X, Y, and Z, right? And I would say that we tend to block out and not remember or choose not to remember the bad eras or the bad parts of certain areas. Like, I would go ahead and make the argument that for Hannah, if her undergrad was not as enjoyable as her master's time, that because it wasn't enjoy- as enjoyable, she's going to like go, eh, I'm going to block that out. And not remember all the good times that she tended to have at that point with the people that she made or that she met during that time. Because a lot of her friends, knowing, again, this is me knowing Hannah saying this, knowing that some of the people that she met during her undergrad were become were some of her better friends in her master's program. Oh, and so yeah. there's just, there's some things in there that we just choose to say, that was not a great time. I'm going to block that out, but you're going to not remember necessarily all the good things that happened during that time. That's one thing I'm saying. And I did the same with my college, like my undergrad years. There are some bad times that I just choose not to rehash, right? Like, um, full disclosure, I dislocated my shoulder in college and I couldn't play Frisbee anymore and took a hard time. And it was a, it was a rough eight months and... I drank a lot during that time. I went from like 140, 150 to probably about 170, 180, give or take. Like all my exercise, everything just like stopped because I couldn't do the thing that I want. And it really changed who I am. Do I want to remember that eight months? No. I just remember the acceptance and the the good memories that I had after it. So going back to your original question there, Andrew, um, it's not necessarily saying I look and don't think that the past can't be good. 
or the future can't be good. It's wanting to hold on. It's like looking back at, the, you know, you graduate high school and then you look back and be like, oh, man, look at all the good times. And you choose to ignore all the bad, <laughs> you know, the rose cover or colored glasses. There's going to be good things ahead. Like my friend Kristen and Greg, they're about to have a baby. I don't know the kid yet, but I know like when I go and see him and the kid, like going to have some good times. When I go in and watch your cousin's family grow and as they get older, like there's going to be some good times. There's going to be barbecues. There's going to be things that I'm not going to want to miss. Do I know what's necessarily in the, in the forefront of my future? No. Is it here? Is it there? Is it, I don't know. That, that does excite me. But at the same time, going back to another quote, but this time from South Park, you know, sometimes you look back at something or like when Butters gets broken up with, like the only way you can know you feel so sad about something is if you lose it because it meant that much more to you in reverse, like the equal and opposite reaction, right? Ex- oh, exactly. Okay. So, mm. okay. Hold on, hold on. So for high school, just the other day, I was looking for Dune. Didn't find it yet. Still got to read it. Okay. We might already have this episode out where we actually go through dune but i haven't started reading yet but somewhere in my garage um i found my high school yearbooks i perused through them but then i took them out for caitlin my girlfriend to see just because it'd be <laughs> out yeah i definitely pointed out your picture marty don't worry um i thought that was hilarious but but as far as i i i find it so interesting how people can look at things differently whereas you make the presumption that Hannah and you for yourself blocking out the bad times. Me for myself, I fully remember the bad times I've had and I, it's, it's what it is. I don't, I can't regret it cause I can't do anything about it. But I mean, all the bad times I've had in my life, they're front and center a lot of the time where I'm thinking about them and it's not with any kind of, like I said, no, no regret about it, but I'm aware of them. I don't know if this is just a difference in perception for people on how they view things. I mean, I feel like I also look back on my negative times, too. Like, I have not forgotten them. <laughs> They're still there. And one of the things I actually want to do better is to record more of the good stuff. Most of my journaling happens when I'm in a bad place. And so... That's the I'm just hoping you die first so I can get into those because <laughs> we made that agreement. We did. It's true. Um, so like, um, so th- those memories stay s- pretty fresh. Well, um, not only stay fresh, but they're recorded. They're recorded. You took your energy. I know. To record them. And I need to do the same with all of the positive memories as well to even it out. I mean, it's like pictures, right? Like you look and maybe different generations have a different idea of pictures because we're picture happy right now. But when we were growing up, like pictures were still on a roll, right? And so you took pictures of a happy and different thing, like an occasion or of of an event. And so you can like pinpoint exactly what was going on at a particular moment going, I was there. Like, do you take the snapshot of the bad times to remember all those 
I mean, I do because well, I took a snapshot of them in writing. But I will say, like, looking at a family album, no, there's can not Can you a say album again? Album. Did you say album? I think I did. Water. Okay. Album. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> We're adding to the list of words. I drank another thing of wine. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, the family album. <laughs> That my mom put together, like, for me, especially for me, my brother, too. But, yeah, when I was growing up, it was all roll camera films, too. And so they're all the happy moments. There's all the moments where, like, you know, me and my dad were just screaming fight on the pier or something. Like, there's, like, that stuff doesn't normally get into those type of memories. I think it does depend a lot, though, about, I guess, your, your tendency to remember things. So... So, family albums and pictures from the past, right? So, when I was a kid, we'd have family over for 4th of July. And it was always a great time. There's a lot of good times happening. But there's pictures from a certain year that I remember very vividly where I was just an asshole kid, right? (laughs) And we were having ice cream. I ended up getting ice cream on my hands. All of a sudden, I became the ice cream monster. And I went, you know, I was chasing people. I ended up going to one of my cousins who was uh, an older cousin and I, he wasn't part of this, but he was after this moment where I put my hand on his Jersey and I remember feeling so mortified as a kid that I did that. But that memory is associated with all the great memories I still had with family coming over 4th of July. This is a family that doesn't listen to it, but some family will remember this. Yeah, no, that mortified me as a kid, like being the ice cream monster. Where yeah, I was, I was just being a little jerk. But um, that's an <laughs> looking memory. back on that, don't ever forget that. I, well, I won't. Yeah, because I mean, I learned to accept it for what it was, and it's not really a big thing by any means. It's not like, but as a kid, you felt bad. I remember feeling bad as a kid when I look at that photo, and it's not. It doesn't overwhelm the experience for me. Andy, I feel like you're very balanced person it's all the Coors Light but you I would I would argue that you take you take the and with memories you can imprint things that you want on them or nope, not I imprinted my hand onto and his jersey with ice cream that's I great but you you imprinted the good <laughs> like you know photos and everything else and like you know even with your family of like going oh man that was the time Andrew became the the ice cream monster like that becomes imprinted on them and you always do kind of remember the the bigger events of like oh, look, I can't believe they did that. Like I can think back to the time um, um, I was at my cousin's wedding and my niece was at the point where I could pick her up and like hang her upside down and da 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 and um and whatnot. But my my dad and my stepmom's dog the same time had a standard poodle and this dog loved to have her hide and scratched and so when she came up to get pets or loves she would swing her rear end around and at this point i had picked up my niece held her upside down and the dog came and essentially swung their rear end around and just parked their rear end right in front of my niece's face and just started wagging her tail (laughs) like that's just a memory that i have of just like something random like imprinted of just like 
was it a horrible, horrific moment? But in the moment, it's this thing that you just can't help but get joy and a laugh at, kind of the little thing. But See, I, I got more of my joy and laughs, laughs afterwards. But I still remember the feeling, is what I'm saying. Right. And so, like... Anyways, like I said, it's, just, it's different how people perceive events in their life, and I guess how they handle them. Yeah, and like, Marty, I'm just going to throw this out there. Have you been to therapy? No. It might not be the ba- it might not be a bad idea. I have gone multiple times and it's been very illuminating. And I feel like you and I are more similar similarly kind of biased to looking towards the future in a way that's like, oh, it's going to suck. And there are things that I'm working on all the time to be like, okay, to not have that mindset and I still haven't learned this, but to not regret everything that i did before what i don't think he regrets everything he did before well, by any means that's a me thing but uh yeah i i would also disagree and say that i look to the future and say things are not going to be as like well to use the word that you use suck i don't think that the future is going going to suck but you still um, seem apprehensive about it where this whole conversation started or you're apprehensive right now in the present which is actually a more important time to focus on. In 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 where I would say that I'm at, like I'm at I'm at the I'm at a very specific point of we're talking about different chapters, bottles, whatever changing for me. So I don't know what this next bottle or chapter or things has for me. To me that's You're a still little, in a bottle. You're still in a chapter. That, well, nobody puts me in a corner though. Um, but so many bottles, that, though. <laughs> right, so little time. Hey, finishing um, hey. this bottle of wine. Woo! You too. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, and with any period after you you do something, you need to have a point of reflection of what came before. I feel to make it healthy of like reflect on what's going on and to really appreciate where you came from and. You know, when you do that, I, I, I bought a house, I bought a car, I bought a motorcycle, but like there's, I've changed jobs. There's a lot of change in six months. It hasn't even been six months. And to not say that I don't have reservations about wanting to go back, not to my old job, but to a, but to like go back to where I was before to, um, you know, where it's more comfortable or anything. Like, I would be lying to say that 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 hasn't happened because I don't know what good is on the horizon. But again, looking back at it, going, what have I left? What have I done? Is this house? Is this the best decision? Is this is this too much change? And I'm not one of those to really sit there and do a lot of change. So you're questioning your decisions at this point. That's your reflection. I mean, I understand, too. I don't like a lot of change. To, you did a lot. To a, to a degree. Yes, I would say questioning the decisions. Um, well, the, I mean, the car and the house are up in the air, but the motorcycle, best decision you ever <laughs> made. Just going to throw that out there. No regrets. And I would agree with you. The motorcycle has been, out of all of the decisions that I've made, the one that I've been by far the most happiest. Without a doubt. No ifs, ands, or buts. 
if I could only pick one of those things to do, change jobs, buy a house, car, motorcycle, be the motorcycle every time. Yeah, but at this point you have all three, so live with them. Four. Four. She has all four. Calm down. (laughs) So the house isn't up to date. I don't have the furniture all in. I don't have everything all set. Am I at peace with it yet? Give me a month. I was going to give you some time to get used to it because you are not really enjoying the search process either. And so, like, I need I need some time to step into it and feel comfortable and whatnot. I think you but, could make it something very, like, comforting. But for I would I would I would also make the argument for myself in that the one thing that I feel with reservations that I would that I would put on as a big worry for me for this house is that in the places that I associate like the chapter or time in a bottle, there's some pretty lofty expectations that this place needs to live up to. Why why does this place need to live up to the past though for you to be happy? Because each time and place that I live kind of encapsulates a bottle. For me Right. But that's me, the apprehension I'm talking about. For me for me, I articulate I call it the maple house in that that's the time that I met Hannah. That's the time I met Deanna, Kristen, Greg. Like I met a lot of people and had a lot of really fond bonding memories with a lot of people. Then I articulate the time of Kingwood as another specific time and place. And same for college and meeting those different people and the experiences associated with them. Now, granted, Hannah's gone. Andrew, you're gone. I'm right my, here, Marty. My room. We've. Andy, this is the second podcast you're, in the you're same on, night. It's the you're month. on the podcast. You're on the podcast. Same. But there was times where I've seen and hanging out with Hannah four, five times, maybe even seven times a week. Yeah. Like. And it was great. I'm sorry, um, Hannah. Yeah. I have not played Call of Duty Zombies pretty much since you've moved away. Neither have I. Why I'm, would I? I'm just saying, like, I really enjoyed playing with, with Jacob. I enjoyed playing with other people. But there was just something after you and Deanna moved away that I just, it it was never the same. Because you're waiting for those times to live up to the past. I no, because I played I don't with different know, people and it just wasn't, it wasn't ever the same. And there are some it, things it's associated... that aren't going to be the same. There are some things well, yeah, that no, have they're not going to be the same. And that's okay. Hannah, you're putting yourself on a pedestal. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, but 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 no, no, but all I'm saying is like it's the same idea where if you're It's the same idea in the Andrew. You give me you and Neil give me crap about not wanting to play Rocket League in doubles. But for me, I got a PlayStation partly because I wanted to play the Batman games and I wanted to play Rocket League. I saw this game, it was cool, da da da, and I really wanted to play it and I had no idea what was going on. And I got it and I played it and I remember downloading it and it was like, you have it too, let's play, da da da. And your cousin, we would play it together. I don't want to play doubles because now for me, Rocket League gives you, me, and Neil. Perp, uh, I know no. Perp sometimes listens to this podcast, but Perp, I'm sorry. I don't necessarily want to play with you because 
to me, Rocket League is now a Neil, Andy, and me thing. I love Tom, uh, but mm. it, it's not the same. To me, just... Rocket League is, because of the memories I associate, is a, a trio of us. That's it. To but me, that, that is I... Rocket League. Right. I don't want to do anything that. else with Rocket League. You can tell I mean, me to fire I'll... it up right now, and I don't I don't really have the same desire to play as I do if it was you, me, and Right, me. right, right. And I'll get that. I mean, I wanted to make the joke that, no, it's just because you get more exposed in doubles and there's more mistakes. But I'll I'll leave that on the table because, you know, I kind of already said the joke. Got it. Tom will tell you that, I'm perfect. That mindset. Tom will tell you that, I'm perfect. Oh, yeah, you should love Tom's playing nice with Tom. Guy. But I'm saying, but I'm saying that mindset just because me, you, and Neil played and you had good times and you associated with that. Now you can't play doubles with someone else or play triples with a different team. Like take a relationship for example. You had a really good time in a relationship. Now you can't be in a relationship because you associate all the good memories with that person. There are things That's that I good. will not do because of the negative, like. Hannah, what will you not do? I will never eat paella ever again in my fucking life. I will punch you in the face before you. Are get... you making up words still? Paella is good. What are you talking okay, about? I've, I've, I, I know. Got... I've heard this word, but I don't know what it is. What's paella? It's like a, a Spanish rice dish that has like shrimp in it and like a vegetables and sa- it's a whole thing. It's, it's like it's Spanish very good. gumbo. Yeah. That's dry, not in soup form. Spanish. You just said it's very good, but you'll never have it again? I will never have it again. Why? Because of my last relationship. Well, okay, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't base everything on what you've experienced. But what you've experienced it. is what makes you who you are now. Right. That's fair. But doesn't mean that the next experience can't be better. It could be better. It's not going to involve You could paella. have paella tomorrow, and it could just knock Chipotle all the way down to the bottom. Well, they're not even in that competition, but... Uh... <laughs> I, I'm just, you I'm know, if, if Neil ever listens. is okay. great. Hannah, Hannah, make yeah. the argument not using food. Food is like... Well, paella is the thing that I have associated with the last relationship that I... I was okay, coming out of with, with, I was coming out of when I joined the podcast and I was not Sorry, continue with paella, doing yeah, well. And so it's like the it's a little like pin I have in that relationship. It was paella and how it was the start of something that I thought was something and I was completely like it was all of this stuff. I was completely wrong. I misread everything. And I just I can't I can't eat it anymore without thinking about that. And so I just don't even want it. But it's I can, good. I can have an... There are so many... Apparently. There are so many good... Yeah, what do you even know? Uh, <laughs> there are so many good foods in the world. Like, I'm not going to miss out because I'm not going to eat paella again. Like, that just pins over here. I'm in another relationship. I'm very happy. It's just... I think I take a little piece... Of everything I've been through, and it kind of is with me. Right, but the paella wasn't the relationship. It's the symbol. But it wasn't the relationship. It was. All right, Andrew. It wasn't. What is what is the symbol of your relationship currently? What's something that? It, okay, I don't want to even ask this question. Never mind. No, nope, I already asked him. What is it? 
Sim- I don't know if we have a symbol of the relationship. You talked about the long distance relationship before with uh, Stick Cam. What was the symbol of that relationship? Gator? Call her Stick Cam? Uh, uh, no, no. no. Um, but I guess his I long mean, distance that relationship... relationship that started okay. based yeah, yeah. off of Stick Cam. Oh, that's what that uh, app yeah. was. Okay. It, it all started at that point. Uh, but no. I mean, that relationship wasn't based off stick cam. It wasn't based off video games, which is why I was there. That relationship was based off our interactions together. And the reason why I didn't work was long distance. So maybe I wouldn't want to try another long distance relationship, but that's more of a component of a relationship than paella. I think it also depends though. Like this was, this last relationship was the I think you can make the argument that the plane ride- I would make that. I love playing. Because then you're never gonna play it again. The last relationship that I had, no, that's, no. broke my that's fucking heart it. and almost broke my brain. Yeah, no, you know, and like that was a bad. No, and I, I don't disagree. And I with still that carry that with me into this new one. I'm aware of it. I am always working through it to be to try not to bring as much baggage as I try not to bring baggage into this other one. I've talked a lot of it through with the therapist, but Pae is gone. No. Well, the grandfather clock disagrees. <laughs> the grandfather clock is hungry, but uh. But 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 what this originally this, started out with? I'd say this too. though. hold on. Before that, when I was dating Brian, we dated for like three years. From the beginning, it was like we're just kind of Davis dating. We're friends. Like it'll be fine. We'll support each other. You know, he left. He graduated before me, and we all knew that was going to happen. We're still friends. Like I'm not carrying anything from that relationship, besides the fact that he cannot cook. But like that hasn't turned me off from like cooking. You're also carrying that paella. But that's a different relationship. Oh, I'm sorry, I, Hannah. You just have so many relationships. I can't track them. Well. I have a but, I have a pointed question to Andrew here. Go for it. He knew long distance relationships was going to be a hard thing in that, right? With the other one, right? Okay. Did you or did you not start your current relationship in a long distance relationship? Yeah, I did. But just because so, I had that experience that didn't work out doesn't mean I couldn't navigate what I was currently in differently. Did that not have an effect on how things progressed with you two? Because now you could make the argument, being that you were in a long-distance relationship for an extended period of time, your current girlfriend lives with you now, correct? What? She's sleeping in the bedroom. You don't want to wake her up. Oh, no. <laughs> She's in Wait, the no. house, so, Andy. So I'm saying it. part of that may play into your and I'm just throwing this out there as a term of making it a non long distance relationship sooner. Yeah, no, I mean and uh, however you're trying you... to get too metaphorical with this. Like, yeah, I was in a long distance relationship and we couldn't make it work to be together. Like we tried, there's things we that we tried and there's roadblocks and it didn't work out. Whatever. It's in the past. With this one, when I went back into it Right up front, she knew I was in a long-distance relationship and it didn't work out. And she knew my reservations about that. So, I mean, it was just... I took something from the past that wasn't great, applied to the future, 
and it worked out because we were both aware of those factors. So because I know it's you and you're not wanting to articulate more. This is the second episode where Andy (laughs) talks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I mean, mean, ask a pointed question. I don't understand what you're asking, though. I'm just saying, did that play into things later on? For you currently now, of whatever yeah, no, didn't like work I said, out, we had that you. conversation. And have where... you left some things from your previous relationship that you associated? So whether you were zooming or anything else, or whatever methods or I'm not sure whatever Zoom you, even you were doing existed. before, Zoom has been around for a while. I know, but it just came out during the pandemic. I'm. It was around no, before it did then. Not. Okay. Skype was around longer. Skype failed. Well, Skype really fucked up, but let's get back to Andy's relationship. We're using Skype right now. We are. I know, and I I don't love it. I know, we could switch to Zoom. Um, The thing that I'm trying to ask is, you left some things. Did you leave some things from your previous experience that you were like, that didn't work, da-da-da, into this new part? Because I think that's where Hannah's going, is that you know, right, a but the, it's not that the paella didn't work. That, no, but like the paella is what she associated because it has a special meaning it has this, for her. Whether it was the first date, whether it, it was, was something the that he cooked, whatever of everything, like that was the moment that it. Clicked, right, but the paella wasn't ruined. guilty of anything. No, but the pie, like I guess, this might go back to whether I believe in ghosts. I am putting all of all that negative energy on that paella. And I am going to get over that, and I'm going to move forward. Maybe in 10 years, I'll eat paella. I don't want to eat it tomorrow. Please give paella another chance in 10 years. Okay. Is it? Yeah, because paella did nothing wrong. Is it deal, Marty? 10 yeah. years from now, we'll go get some paella. Paella doesn't know what it did. Yeah, it wasn't paella's fault, but it it's something that represented a lot to me. It's okay. Sushi... Sushi has uh, been, may or may not, responsible for two relationship breakups, but I still eat it. Oh. Marty, I've never- I was going to say, I didn't know we you- could do sushi in 10 years, too. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on now. <laughs> hold on now, because all the entire time I have we're, known Marty- We're on you. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> Go on me, because like I said, I can't equate- well, I just, food I kind of feel though, no, no, what Marty is trying to say though is that like, you had that long distance relationship previously. Mm-hmm. You learned some things. You guys right. had a conversation about it. Yes. Obviously, it worked out because you are now in the same house, just so you know. It's working out. Um, it's working out. But if that had not happened, what? Like, that's when you would take what you had learned before is that what you're trying to say marty like if it if if she had not moved to idaho do you think you would still be with her this is a terrible i don't mean this in a bad right. way I, no I, it's fine i, I mean, mean it and i, I like kaylin the- a lot i don't mean this in any way i'm just saying <laughs> i feel so bad no don't I mean, feel bad it's it's i think it's it's fine um i don't know probably probably not um I mean Just because I know in in the way of let me let me clarify Hannah real quick before yeah okay I don't understand you guys right now 
You're making this very difficult to answer a question because so, you can't ask it properly. It's my Scorpio Venus. I'm, 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 Andrew, I'm trying to articulate things in Hannah, but also <laughs> in terms of which I know of how you've articulated things while maintaining confidentiality of things and respect of people. So No one listens. Just in case. So, Hannah associates a relationship, a previous relationship based on paella that means significance to her. It could be that your previous long distance relationship means something of significance to you. We use the long distance relationship because we don't know about your relationship because you haven't articulated enough about it. We could say that like, because I know you and you went to New Orleans with this person or a, a fan boat tour with this person, right, previously, that you could be like, I'm never going on another fan boat with this because it meant... But I'm not saying that. Why would I do that? That entire... Like, just because I experienced something with someone doesn't mean I can't experience it with someone else. I'm saying for Hannah... I think that's the, the difference held here, held significant though. relationship. You don't... You... I can't articulate what in a particular relationship held significance for you, you have to do that for you. It could be a fan boat. It could be a trip to New New Orleans. It could be, and I just but said no, that no, sushi. No, for me, it's not an event or anything. It's it's my relationship with that person didn't work out. And a big part of that was long distance. It's not like we did a lot of things together. Sure, fine. But... The we things are learning we did. that Andrew is not sentimental. <laughs> or maybe he's, that's it, maybe. Or he's, maybe I'm not sentimental. I mean, I don't know if part of it was, for me, that was the first time I ever, like, even opened myself up to being in love with someone. So it was a big fucking deal. And it was t- terrible. Uh, but we love you, Hannah. Thank you. We do. Thank you. I pretty much told you I love you without telling you I love you oh, this yeah. episode. Like, Lots of episodes. Like, joining this podcast, I was at a very dark, deep depression. We noticed. <laughs> well, but it's... I love you for who you been are. been super helpful to not have it. And so, like, and always. That was... I will say to me, that was a life-changing event for me. My relationship before with Brian? No, it wasn't life-changing. It was just, like... It was more of a... We were really good friends... The fuck, and <laughs> but, in every room. But in we also, every room. I was clear. For, Call back. I was clear from the beginning that like I'm not going. He was, you know, a couple years ahead of me in grad school. Like I'm not following you to wherever you end up. Like I don't feel that way about you, but I can support you while you're here. And we both did. It was really good. It was a. It was actually probably the first time I was with someone that was nice. So like it actually was a great learning experience. But but I like I don't feel weird about that. I can still eat spaghetti. Like I don't have any weird feelings about any of that. I maybe the But the paella. Maybe this one's just fresh. Okay. But it's also it was the deepest I think I've ever and I got married. And this paella thing was the deepest I've ever all I'm taking from this is I gotta try paella. You should. It was very good. good. I don't, Actually, I'm some albarino sure. or tempranillo goes great with oh, it. Oh, tempranillo. I don't know if you can find it in I, where you live, but 
So, <laughs> like, the first first time I ever had Tempranillo was probably I don't know three years ago. I was oh, on the bullshit. A, Marty definitely gave first, you some Tempranillo. I exactly know when you first time tried Tempranillo. Okay, well, I the first time I remember you. having Tempranillo or like realizing what I'm drinking at the time. Because, yeah, I've, probably, I've had wine before and maybe I had Tempranillo. But the first time I remember having Tempranillo, I was on a date. Uh, first date at this, like, uh, wine place. Cute. What? Either she was cute or you were cute. I didn't hear the whole thing. Neither did I. But, anyways, we're, we're at this wine place and it has, like, um, I don't know, just little... They didn't have real food. That was disappointing. Was that tapas uh, maybe, bar? Maybe that's why I take Maybe. I don't know. But it was the first time I realized wine is called what it is for the kind of grapes <laughs> that are in it. You've been from the Marty for how long? Oh, I grew up in Walla Walla. I know. And I didn't know this. Okay. Okay. Anyways, just thought I'd throw that out there. But you still drink Tempranillo if it comes up. Well, I mean, that, that wasn't a significant relationship by any means. It wasn't a life-changing yes. experience for you. But I remember it. I feel like I have blocked a lot out in my life, to be honest. Like, Marty, you saw me after the divorce. I remember almost nothing of my time before that divorce. That's why she still likes you, Marty. I, I, I honestly, Hannah, don't remember a lot of you before you were divorced. You I didn't think know I me. After you divorced. <laughs> <laughs> like, or before you divorced. <laughs> so... Uh, I know, but I'm just like, I did put... All I know is you were really happy... Killing zombie Nazis. It was great. How could you yeah. not like that? Even if you're right. terrible at it. But, ah, I don't know. What's the question? <laughs> Andy, try paella, but don't talk to me about it. I'm going to talk to you about it. Fine, I'll listen. Maybe my experience with it will will move you past whatever... I mean, I'll s- you liked it. You already said it's good. I'll say one of the things. It's not the paella that's the problem. It's the associations. And yeah, it's, no, I'm, it's I'm, I'm with Hannah. Like, I learned a lot. I'm still learning a lot. But Okay, but this all started with me bringing up with Marty. If you associate everything in your past, like a time in this house versus time in this house, it's going to hit a roadblock when you try and when you try to get into another relationship, if you just can remember the good parts of your past relationship and think nothing can ever live up to that. Let's put it this way. But it also I, is whether bad you realize think, that or not. It's bad to I think used to about think going to sushi things. was a good date. Nope. Never again. I had a bad experience. And I'm a walking a precipice here to be like not bringing baggage into this new relationship i like this new relationship i don't want to bring all the shit that the previous relationship put on me into this one so i yeah i mean who would want to i went to therapy before like i'm i'm working on i'm thinking about it i think we're both thinking about it like it's i just think also me and you just look at things a little differently i have a something to pin in for an experience to be like that was that i love it or that was that and i don't think I at all it. so <laughs> <laughs> that is not what i'm trying to say but uh it's probably true i don't know you just don't put the same amount of pressure on things maybe hmm. 
You saying well, the like owner's it, not sentimental? That's oh, no, not I, what I'm well, saying either. Yeah, I think, <laughs> well, no, I think it comes back to this. He loves a good baby's like, breath okay. I have no problem with it. The, uh, the, uh... There's little adornments on the chairs at the past wedding here this past weekend me and Marty went to. There's baby's breath in there. Just thought you yep. should know that. There was. Um, I didn't notice cheap. that. I didn't know at all. I had no idea. But someone <laughs> haven't, told haven't me the, the day after. Um, and wheat. Uh, but it was a farm. I guess. It's like yeah, eating. Yeah. I guess for me is because I can remember negative experiences so well. And I try not to shy away from them. I think that is what helps me keep somewhat grounded. And I think I have a tendency to fall just into seeing all the bad things. Maybe that's it. Yeah. It's 100% that because, like, because everyone has different experiences and they have everything differently. And, like, yeah, it's fine. I, I, I would and I would argue that I try to see the negative experiences ahead of me, which I can't, I can't say that I don't, and like the future for me is hard to see, and I know what I would like in my future, but I don't know if I'll get it, and that I will be disappointed if I don't. Can I ask you what you would like in your future? Yeah, ask away. Well, the- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What would you like I'm in your kidding. future, Hannah? A partner. Okay. Which is not something I would have said, I don't know, three years ago. Uh, okay, that's and fair. And it's something but... I'm still not entirely comfortable with myself saying that anyway. Like, but at the why same can't time, I just still be happy s- by myself? Hannah, you wouldn't have said that six years ago. But you also were just getting out of divorce, so. Yeah, no, like, I, like things have changed i think the pandemic has kind of opened some stuff up for me as well but like and i'm still working on myself to come around to that idea that i would like a partner because i I spent so much time independent i don't need you i'll be fine and i I, will be fine i think that's a wonderful area of personal growth for you yeah and I, i i would be fine but like i'm working on this part Mad props. Okay. Like that that makes me really happy for you. <laughs> Thanks, for Marty. you to be there. It's a work in progress. But Andrew? Well, no, I mean I don't know what to say to that. I mean, she's in a relationship that she seems to be enjoying now, which for all intents and purposes is a partner for the here and now. I don't know what's going to happen. Neither do you. I know. No, I, I was fine. asking, what do you want? I going hate that so much. Oh, oh. What do I want? I don't know. Probably about an extra 15,000 miles under two wheels a year. That seems doable. No, no, it's oh, not. Oh, okay. I have uh, no idea. No, I've honestly, never ridden a, ridden a motorcycle. We, we can tell the little lady. <laughs> oh, she's fine with it. She's, <laughs> she's not an issue at all. But uh, no, as far as what I want, I'm not... I mean... I'm I'm super simple because I don't think a lot. I just want to be happy. And so that's why I strive for. But I, I was, I was going to say, as far as Hannah looking at what she wants in the future and working towards that, part of that is therapy. And I don't know. I've always thought about going to therapy just to – I don't think there's a negative aspect about it. It's just something I've never done. I wish – You could try it. I would. I know. I want to try it. 
for sure. It's, I think it's very good. I don't think it necessarily solves all of the problems. I'm also on a lot of medications, which I'm yeah. also good with. But like, I'm yeah. also the therapy is part of the process for me. Uh, uh, I think it, it's just another tool, just as yeah. the medications are a tool, just, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you know. You guys give me a hard time about not opening up and talking a lot, but let's be honest, you guys are awful at asking questions. Oh. We've learned that this episode. What? But really, I, I <laughs> you guys couldn't ask a straight question to save your lives. Well, right? I was being very open. It's very hard, hard <laughs> here to say what I'm trying to say. But I think that's good for everyone. And I, I definitely I would recognize argue, it's good for me. I would argue that in that. We can't ask a very pointed question. A, for listeners that are going to follow the history mm-hmm. of you. And then B, it's going to get us down the road of where we can further discussion. Well, you just got to start with the basics, Marty. Like, I know more about your your other long distance relationship than Hannah. That's true. But I don't know a lot. And I don't know the articulation of a lot of things that happened in the or the life cycle or anything else that's going on. So for Sounds us like to, you should ask more questions, Marty. Maybe not tonight. You are but. the famous communicator who's like, I'm coming into town by sending a picture text message of a random gas station door. Right. You get the me message. I don't see that. the problem. Some of us need not, a little time to plan. It's not articulate. Plans are optional. Ah, god damn. Why is, am I on this podcast? <laughs> is, so while I, while I do want to agree with you that we're not the best question askers, you also don't give us a lot to go on and ask questions in a meaningful, more pointed way. Of you got to start the basics out. is what I'm saying, Marty. We do get the basics. You, you can't don't. come in asking for the last chapter without reading the first. I always skim ahead in a book. See, this is your problem. I hate being surprised. <laughs> no. I, I would argue that he he wants like two towers deep analysis when we haven't even got out of the out of the Shire. Who? Okay, well then read the chapter, Marty. No, I'm just saying out of out of out of the the, the story. Of what I'm saying is, it's not my job to tell you everything about me, because I can't assume everyone wants to know everything about me. I put it up to anyone I'm talking to. You're on a podcast that are that has listeners that are interested in the lives of five people, and you yeah. you're telling us that we don't. Yeah, but I'm not here talking to those people. You. I'm talking to you guys, and Marty, I talk to you quite a bit. And the so people you're, that you're, listen to this podcast. Don't even yeah, worry about sure, them. Fine. But, like, but, I've, but I've given the same criticisms to some of them. Like, okay, so my sister, she listens to this podcast. If the same criticism is given to them as it is to us, then it can't be all us. Because the common I'm not sure what that means, you. but what does your sister say? No, so, my, like, uh, so I have a sister that she will... She has said in the past, you know, I just don't know much about your life or who you date. I was like, well, you don't ask the question. And she's gotten better about it. But that was, you know, I'm not going to openly just come out with everything. And that's who I am. I can't change that. 
doesn't mean I'm unwilling to talk about it or letting you know what's going on. I guess I can see that side as well. Like, but I think we might be approaching it differently. Like, I like to keep a relationship close. Just no, this is bullshit see, because we know that we know that you're we know that you're dating a guy named Andy. No, his name's Andrew. There's his name is Andrew. We we know you're dating a guy named Andrew. <laughs> We've got what that. We've got skills. more. We've got more information about your relationship with Andrew than we've gotten about Andy with his relationship with than we've had, and say, he's been dating her for over a year. I, I told you. Okay, guys, but what do you want to know? Like I, I'm, I'm just giving you an example of, and I'm giving you an example. If you don't want to know anything, you don't ask anything. It's That's not how I that take we it. don't want to know. It's that you, the answers that we get. Marty, do you want to be spoon fed? Do you want to continue to fight this? Or do you want the honest criticism of it? Okay, you guys, I'm going to give both of you criticism. You guys have been Perfect. friends for a very long time. How do you not understand how each of you approach things? I understand how Marty like, approaches this things. Is, he doesn't. This is not a... a <laughs> This is not an uncommon thing. No, I know, but I'm like, I don't <laughs> expect Andy to just come out and tell me about his great date or anything. I just don't expect that from him. I personally have never asked him about his previous long distance relationship, but we were kind of, you know, not as close at that point either. So why would I do that? Marty, you can. But, like, there are some things about people that are not going to change. You have to adapt towards that. Right. But for him to also not be like, you got to ask the question, is the same thing. It's like a, the shoe fits on both It's a feet. little um, defensive. I'll say that to Andy as well. But uh, And that's fair. But it's, I mean, I, I, I'll agree that's defensive but i don't think there's anything wrong with being defensive about your personal life and marty's a part of my personal life but i'm not going to just go tell him everything that happened every second of the day because it's not who you I, are I, I as a person to. i don't give marty stories <laughs> my stories are great <laughs> they're the uh, glue of the podcast <laughs> they help us fill airtime okay but i mean that's what I'm getting at is that it it can't be both ways. Like the shoe has to be on the other foot. Like you can't get better questions without better answers as well. And okay. there, there's an But old... if you ask me how my relationship is going and I tell you it's going great, I feel like I've succeeded in answering that question. There's a reason why sports reporters like are looked at as bad reporters because – the same story oh. is written all the time because the answers they give or that they're given are because the questions are still the same because they don't get any more answers. And when they do get a follow like a follow-up question to an answer that they want to go deeper on, like it gets cut up like there's no depth there. And so if you're constantly giving the same answers, we can't get more than the one or two questions. Well, we in. can't look at sports reporters as the pinnacle of journalism. First off, but I do have to say something in support of Marty here is that if all you give a close friend like Marty is it's fine, then that's not opening it up for anything else. Because what would he ask right, you but, again? 
oh, it's fine. But again, if my honest answer, like, for example, you ask me how my relationship going is going and I say it's great. That's my honest answer. What more do you expect? It's great. We went and did I this. Like, We're doing, like You can elaborate on it. There's a reason why it's called an open-ended question where it expands not- upon an answer that and it invites you to elaborate on it going, are you dating somebody? Yes or no? Yes. Where did you last go on your date? On your last date? Our last date, we went out to a Mexican restaurant. A restaurant. So there's an opportunity that you could have given us like a restaurant. I was about to, but then you cut me off. So rude, Marty. I let you finish. I I might have cut you off and I said restaurant in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all Hannah's fault is what we learned. I'm giving you in in asking the question in a certain way, I'm giving you the (laughs) the platform (laughs) to elaborate. And Andrew, just knowing who you are, you just choose not to elaborate. Yeah, but and that's fine. That is an Andrew quality. That is no, 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 no. We no. accept it. But you it never asked. Where'd you go on okay, your last day? Hold on one second. Until now, Andy, do yes. you want him to ask you? I'm indifferent. That's what's happening so here. Indifferent. It's like you're indifferent. But and Marty okay, is I get that. In, like I'm giving you the chance to balance. share and expand upon. And have space and floor, and you're not taking it. And I'm having to fill. But the I'm, floor. I'm different to the space and I'm floor. I'm going to say something else, saying. though. The fact that you are indifferent with uh, Marty's, like an old friend of yours, might have something to be about how you do keep things very close to your chest. And there's something there about why do you do that? Hmm. God, I'm not trying to be. I'm I, not an asshole. I'm just saying. No, this is no. A therapy thing too is like. Why well, don't true. you expand exactly. with Marty when he asks you the question? And there's and, and it goes back to the previous episode that we recorded tonight when you were asking me about the date for the wedding, where then I had to fill in all the extra time because that's who I am to elaborate and fill in the gaps. Because you're and then and then and, and like then the other question because you know that I'm gonna fill that in and so to speak. And that's the thing for but you, I was asking Marty other questions. too. You feel the need to fill everything in. I should never drink wine again, but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. It, I mean, it, hand, it, it those comes are two down, different approaches comes, to feeling uncomfortable, I think. No, it's it's the it's the given take of, of any relationship of any human of any human interaction. You're both coming together. You're both in a space and who fills up the space more or less and it like you have an equilibrium. Hannah, you and I, when we're together, we have a different interaction. A hundred percent. Andrew and I have a different it's any combination of it. And so for those that know Andrew, know that how they deal with Andrew, right? And each person is different and so on and so forth. And they acquiesce to fill the space. And when you put more people including this podcast where there's Neil, Tom, the five of us, right? We fill it in different ways to make sure there's not dead space. And sometimes we talk over each other. We're pretty bad at that. I love making a joke when things are uncomfortable. That's something I know about myself. And we do like making jokes. And so we, in our own personal interactions, that's what we do. But 
you can't fault us when we want to ask questions. We don't get an and answer what? back and then back forth. Like there, there has to be an right. in between. And so right. that's, that's where we're at of. But uh, you can't fault me if I felt like I've answered the question, because going back to Hannah's question here, where she said, why do you keep things close to your chest? I would say, in my perspective, and you can't fault us for not answering, but if you don't let me answer the question, Marty. So going back to Hans' question would be if someone asked me a question, I feel like I fulfilled it. Story's over, right? I feel like if the person wanted to know more, they would ask. I can be wrong on that. That's fine. But if that's where I'm coming from and that's my frame of mind, how am I wrong either? I'll say this. Yeah, I'll say this, that like you guys have been having this interaction back and forth. So by this point, both of you know what the other person is. And so you know Marty wants more than a, it's fine. My answer on Marty the podcast would be... Marty wants to know. Marty cares. Like, I think it's good you guys are having this conversation. I think you both do care about each other. You guys just don't show it in the same way. And you have, like, that's okay, but, like, you can adapt to kind of meet in the middle. I refuse. Well, then, I'm going to open another <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> My answer would be, um, and we talk about this often on the podcast, is that we're in a medium that is audio not visually based so therefore you have to articulate and fill the space audioly and not yeah but visual. just because we're on a medium where it's all auditory i'm gonna still be my true self which is where we started this podcast at i'm just kidding it doesn't mean i'm right i'm gonna say this so there's five of us too Sharing space is difficult when there's yeah. five. I just talked over you. It's easy for me to talk over people. As easy as it is for Andy to just write notes. We, like, I don't know, like. Considering that viewer, our listenership is, like. I don't like give a shit about listenership. I care four, about your friendship. <laughs> no, I would say that considering that the I'm listenership serious. is two-thirds <laughs> of Andrew's, like, friends they are listening to partially Actually, find out about his life this makes me on andrew's side then because i never told my mom about brian i dated him i never told anyone in my family about brian i dated him for three years oh shit your mom found out about brian through our podcast she definitely doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> and she and i never said anything about paella and i never said anything about how like there's something different in my mind, at least, about family. And I just, I can't tell them that I'm weak or that I fucked up or something. Like, I'm just like, I can't tell them that. So no, if you know family's listening, I guess it might feel different. But even then, like, I have no issue. It's the same thing with Marty as I would have with my family, which is why I've gone the same feelings from marty from say my sister like i brought up you know that's on me i think it kind of is because like you know what they're asking of you 
and it's hard on them if you don't try to give it. Well, no, I do try to give it, but I give it in my own way, which... And it's hard for them at, to understand looking back now, that that's your yeah. way. Like, it goes both ways. I'm not shitting on you, I'm not shitting on Marty or your sister. Hi, we're great. No. Oh, no, no, she's I, out of this. Uh, I, I I agree with I agree with you. It It falls on both of us. And it, well, all of us, I should say. If I started podcasting and share it with family, trying to, you know, let them know more about me, which. They probably have learned some things. (laughs) Yeah, they probably have. (laughs) You know, and and Andrew's right. Part of this is that we did this to be authentic and real and capture our our, our Rocket League talks in a bottle, whatever. But at the same time. Like, we need to be ourselves and everything else, and to be anything different is unauthentic. But where we're at, we also need to realize, like, this is a unique opportunity as well. And that I'm not saying we're going to stop this podcast tomorrow or. Marty wants to quit the podcast after this bullshit. (laughs) But hear me out here. In that whenever and whatever, however long this takes, you know, this is going to be another time and segment of that is articulated and recorded and that is readily available that we can look back on. Am I going to listen to the Rise of Skywalker commentary that was terrible <laughs> and five people and a girlfriend who didn't know that she was being recorded to or not muted um, during the recording? <laughs> like... <laughs> All that I'm saying is we're going to be able to look back at this as a, as a different point in time through our different lens. And you're going to either take it as the good, the bad, but at any point, I'm going to feel closer to Hannah, Andrew, Neil, and Tom. And our, hopefully our listeners feel closer to all of us through our journey of, you know, me buying a house, motorcycle, Tom, uh, breaking beds, Andrew. <laughs> Going on a motorcycle ride, um, Hannah and spooky season. It's and coming Neil up through through shooting squirrels, and so much more in the different points in our lives, and we can articulate what we go through, and to shortchange and to not articulate what we're feeling in the moment feels disingenuous. I think. What we are feeling as mid-30s people is something that could resonate with a lot of people. How dare you call me mid-30s? (laughs) Mid-40s? No. But I'll say this too. It's not just the podcast. We're friends outside the podcast. You and Eddie have a long history together. Me and you have a long history together. Like... There's real stuff here. I love you all. I don't know where I do. I'm going with that, to be honest. But Hannah, going back to our original conversation of why we even recorded this episode of what we're doing right now. I don't know what, what we're doing. the fuck is this. But, you know, there's a, you came into my life at a very specific time and everything. And I truly appreciate you. And I feel you truly appreciate me. I do. For the role and and the time in which we got to know and grow and bond together. And that's why we're the kind of friends we are now. We have that 
foundation. And, you know, Andrew came into my life when he was in middle school and I was freshman or sophomore in high school. And, you know, we've known each other. So it's like, were we close during my, during my college years? Not as close as we were before or as after. Did we talk as often? Like, did we see each other? But we have this different time and connection and everything. And, and, you know, I love you. I love you both. I love Neil. I love Tom and all this stuff. And it just, it's where we're at. Like kind of thing of. I guess this is our time in a bottle right now is we've had the past that built this foundation and we're doing this now. And I think we've are been pretty honest during this podcast. Um, not in a way that was supposed to be interpreted as mean or I don't know, whatever, but like we had some. Well, it was an episode out of love. We had something I would say, to. Out of we had something else. that we already had. We could build upon that. And so right now, our bottle is this. It's not a bad bottle. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our bottle. Yeah, it's it's a great bottle. No worries. And then, you know, who knows? But I mean, I do feel like I'm going to be close to you, honestly. Maybe Marty more than you, Andy, but. I think I got a lot closer to you through the podcast, so that counts a lot for me, too. Uh, you know, do you? I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff in that episode. A lot of things we can continue to talk about, but maybe not this episode. No. Yeah, we learned a lot. Just kidding. There's a lot of things that we still don't understand about each other. And that's the beauty of this. We're stubborn enough to do this every week. Well, we learned that uh, Hannah will not eat paella. She will try it again in 10 years. 10 years. It's a date. So it's a date. 8 30 20 31. <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> it's a date. Uh, we, what did we learn about Andrew? If you haven't learned anything from this, Marty, I'm not. not I think listening. we actually learned the I'm most. Honestly, about Andrew. I don't think we could tie this up in like this little bit. Like we learned a lot, I think. We learned Andrew is more sentimental than he lets on. Yep. I don't know if Andy agrees, uh, but I don't disagree. There we go. I think we learned a lot about friendship. It's not worth it. Ah, fucking hell! We learned hell. that Jim Croce. Is amazing. Close this <laughs> podcast out. <laughs>